0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you watching our broadcast. And I have a special guest with me on this program, and his name is Justin Bridges. He's the pastor of Heritage of Faith Christian Center. And Justin has been with this ministry for many, many years. Justin, welcome to the broadcast.
1: Well, it's so good to be here, Dr. Savell, And I'm so grateful for you and Miss Carolyn in giving me this great opportunity to be on here with you. After all, I mean, you're my father in the faith. You deposited so many great things in my life. And like I said, it's truly an honor. And so thank you for letting me be a part of this. Well,
0: I'm glad you're here. This is the first time you've actually done television with me. Yeah. Uh, you've done some other things with me that uh, have been live and so forth, but yeah. first time to do the television broadcast. And uh, I want to talk to you about your testimony a little bit before yeah. we get into today's lesson. And uh, what I want you to tell the audience is, because I know your testimony will be a great strength yeah. uh, or a great source of strength and hope for Amen. many that possibly have been through what you went through before you came to the Lord. So Amen. let's start off with uh, your testimony. Amen. Well, Dr. Savell, I mean,
1: you know, it's hard to describe because it's it's something that happened to me that no one else could take away from me, no one else could deny that it happened because because I was there and God did something supernatural in my life. It all started with me with an experience with God. You know, it was in 1990, 1993 and I was in my sister's living room and at that time I was working at a liquor store and my life was in going... A going, liquor store. Yeah, I was working in a liquor store. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely wasn't in ministry at the time. And, right. and so, so at that time I was also experiencing some physical battles. Mm-hmm. And I had, I had a, uh, a breathing problem where, where the doctor said, as this progressed, I possibly might be on oxygen every day for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, and at that time, I just didn't know, I tried to go in the military. The mili- I couldn't go in the military because of my health and so forth and so as I continued to, to walk through this, this, this battle that I was going through and really running from God, really running from God because I knew that was a call of God in my life but I didn't know really, I didn't know God was real. I didn't know He was real. I didn't know that, that He really wanted to engage my life mm-hmm. and so I remember on a, on a Sunday evening in 1993 how I just, I got, I had a high fever. I couldn't breathe. I could, was gasping for air. And I remember uh, crying out to God. I said, mm-hmm. God, if you're real, I need you. God, if you're real, I've been to, I've been going to church. If you're real, like they say you're real and you really desire to change my life, I need you. And, and all of a sudden I heard this voice say, tell me you love me. And so I saw, sat there for a minute and was like, what? And so I started saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. And then all of a sudden, I just kind of pushed it to the side. And I was like, man, I'm, now I'm talking to myself. This is, this is crazy. And I, I lay there longer. And, I, and all of a sudden, I'm just desperate. I was like, I need something. I need something. And all of a sudden, I said, cried out again, God, if you're real, I need you. And I remember uh, the, same, the same thing happened again. I heard a voice that said, turn away from the television and tell me you love me and don't stop. And I started saying, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Then it went to, I love you, Lord, I love you, Lord, I love you, Lord. I don't know how long I did it, Dr. Yeah. Savell, but all of a sudden something came over me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, and I was totally healed. Wow. I was totally healed. Um, I, I went back. I didn't even tell my mom anything because of course my mom had been praying for years, yeah. you know, and she finally and was like Mom
0: had been partners with our ministry. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, she had she got to a place where the Lord said, "I want you to stop praying for him and I just want I just want you to rejoice every time you think about him." And it was 6 months later I had that experience. Right. And I'm telling you, it, it's something that just totally revolutionized my life. No one can take it from me. Yeah. I, I, it's God healed me. Made you whole. Made me whole. And I was working at a liquor store, yeah. and all I did was cry out to him, mm-hmm. and he showed up in my life. Yeah. And from there, you know, I got into a, got into a good church, and, uh, and, and, and I, next I got into the Word, and I saw what God's plan was for my life. And then after that, I had an understanding that, you know what, God's done great things for me. I've seen great things in his Word. Now I need to release it and engage myself to influence someone else's life. And so that's really been my journey in a nutshell. Is all about this pursuit that happened, that experience that God wanted to make me whole. Now we
0: first met in 1998, correct? Yeah,
1: November of 1998.
0: Uh, I, I was I was up in Maryland where you yeah. were from, and I was to perform a wedding of a friend of mine. Yeah, and uh, a young lady that you grew up with, I yeah, believe. Yeah, And uh, that's when we met. You were actually my driver. You yeah. picked me up at the airport and drove me to the church. Yeah, and. Uh, then i think you heard about our bible school yeah. that was starting up yeah. and you enrolled in that uh, you you came in 1999
1: it was less than a year later i was i was in texas yeah and had no idea that was the first time i had met you and i'd heard your heard you preaching on on vhs tapes yes. <laughs> and things like that but had never heard you minister in person uh-huh. and um, and so i came and visited in 1999 and was here 9 months later
0: and you uh, you went One or two years. I went to two years. Two years. And at the same time, you're working part-time or volunteering. Volunteering for about a year. To work at the ministry. Yeah, volunteering for a uh, year. And look at you now. Yeah. Pastor of the Heritage Faith Christian Center. Yeah. And I might say a great pastor. Thank you. Not just a pastor, but a great pastor. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, I founded the church, but I'm the worst attending member (laughs) there because I'm gone all the time. Oh, And
1: we understand. But,
0: (laughs) you know, it's, it's it's a... Wonderful thing to know that it's in good hands while I'm traveling around the world. Yeah. And uh, I get reports all the time about uh, how great your messages are. In fact, my wife is one of your biggest fans. She says, Justin is amazing. She says, he's like you. <laughs> and, uh, but she's one of your biggest fans. And she, she just thanks God every, every time she hears you of the growth you've experienced yeah. and the anointing of God that's on your life. And uh, I just thank God enough for bringing you into our life and into this ministry. So thank you, Justin. We're proud of you. Praise God.
1: I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful and honored for the opportunity.
0: Today, we want to talk about keys to the lifestyle of flourishing or a flourishing lifestyle. You remember uh, the Spirit of of the Lord said to me uh, in November of 2016, he said, in beginning in 2017, the faithful shall flourish, yeah. and it shall be like days of heaven on earth. Right. Now immediately I began preaching that at the church. I preached about three services uh, on that subject, and since then, I have been around the world a few <laughs> times, and I preached it everywhere I've gone, um, every nation I've been in. Yeah. and I'm telling you, God is doing some exciting things, and faithfulness. Is, is something that God is always looking for in his people. I like to say it this way. Uh, God is faithful. How about you? Yeah. I can always depend on God. It's people. I, I'm, I'm not too, uh, uh, I can't trust from time to time. Yeah. A lot of people have said over the years, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Uh, we're we're going to partner with your ministry. We're going to sow into your ministry and I'm still waiting on that. And, uh, but on the other hand, there are many, many yeah. faithful people. We have a great number of faithful partners in this ministry. Right. But faithfulness is something that I began to pursue, or it became a quest of mine, the day that I made Jesus the Lord of my life, yeah. February 1969. I could see in the Word. Now, I didn't know anything about the Word at that time. But as I began to study the Word, I could see promises that God made for faithful people. One of them in Proverbs chapter 20, it says that uh, the faithful shall abound with blessings. Yeah. And, and I, I had the Lord say to me, if you ever see anybody that's abounding in the blessings of God, and abounding also means flourishing. Right. If you ever see anybody that is flourishing in the blessings of God, now you know why. It's because they're faithful. Right. Faithfulness pays off. Uh, faithfulness is not something that is proven over a matter of a few days Mm-mm. or a few weeks or even a few months. Right. God's looking for faithfulness in your life for the rest of your life. Yeah. In fact, in, in the book of Revelation, it says, Be thou faithful unto death. Right. That's a long time. Yeah. So I've been at it now uh, for 48 years. I've been living this way for 48 years. Yeah. And I've endeavored to prove to God. That I'm faithful. And I believe that's why I'm extremely blessed and highly favored. Amen. It's because I found out in Proverbs that a faithful man shall abound in blessings. So I didn't begin pursuing the blessings. That's it. My number one pursuit was how do you become faithful? And once I discovered God's plan and, and God's design for faithfulness, then that became my pursuit. And as a result of it, the blessings began pursuing me. Right. It says, uh, these blessings will come on you and overtake you. Yeah. It didn't say you'll come on them and overtake them. If you're doing what God wants you to do, if you're faithful at it, yeah. then the blessings will hunt you down and they'll come on you, they'll overtake you, and you will flourish in the blessings. Amen. So I want to spend the next few weeks uh, talking about keys to a flourishing lifestyle. Yeah. So let's begin in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. If you have your Bibles with you, I invite you to open them. And beginning in verse 23, the Apostle Paul makes this statement. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. Now that's W-H-O-L-L-Y, not H-O-L-Y. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now notice... Paul is talking about the whole man, spirit, soul, and body. You are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. And notice he says that your entire spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless. The message translation says, I pray that the very God of peace will keep you fit for the coming of our Master Jesus Christ. And the word fit implies to be furnished with things that are proper or things that are necessary or suitable. Yeah. So God is saying through the Apostle Paul, I want your entire spirit, your entire soul, and your entire body. And we'll also find out that it also includes financial well-being. Right. That's, that's, the, that's the whole part of man, spirit, soul, body, financial, that God wants you to flourish in every area of your life. Amen. Spirit, soul, body, and financially yeah so what do you say about that you know I, I totally believe that that God cares about all of us
1: yeah. he cares about every part of us our spirit our soul our body our finances you know he says I wish above all things that you would prosper and that you would be in health even as your soul prospers meaning he's concerned about every part of your life in 2nd Corinthians chapter 9 8 it says and God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work that means he wants you abound in every good work yeah. he wants you abound having in every all, sufficiency. Yeah,
0: all in all things yeah everything yeah every area of our life sufficiency in every area how do you get how do you read poverty into that yeah how do you read lack and won't into yeah. that it's i don 't know how you get poverty lack or won't in that verse and the verse you mentioned in uh, 3 John verse 2, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health. Now, that's John writing, but the Bible says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. So God is inspiring John to write those words. So when it says, I wish above all things, and a better rendering would be, I desire above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. That is God's will. Yeah. That is God's desire, not just the Apostle John's, yeah. but it's God's desire that we may prosper, that we may be in health yeah. even as our soul prospers. Yeah. I, I remember years ago, I was preaching in uh, Southern California. Uh, Buddy Harrison, Happy Caldwell, Ed Dufresne, and myself were all doing a meeting together in uh, Torrance, California. And The Lord instructed me going into that meeting to preach from Third John 2. About once again, beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers. Mm-hmm. So that that phrase, even as your soul prospers, it just kind of stuck yeah. in my thinking. And I kept asking the Lord, What do you mean by even as my soul prospers? And then he said this. He said, another way of saying that would be this, in direct proportion to. The prosperity of your soul. Yeah. You will prosper and you will be in health in direct proportion to the prosperity of your soul. Yeah. Now if your soul is not prospering, it's not likely you're going to prosper financially. It's not likely you're gonna you're gonna prosper in the blessings of the Lord. It's not likely that you're going to enjoy divine health. Notice it's all in direct proportion to the prosperity of your soul. Yeah. So I ask the Lord Well, what is the soul? And I remembered Kenneth Hagin's teaching many years ago that he said, the soul is made up of the mind, the will, and the emotions. Mm -hmm. So I began to pray about that. I said, Lord, if the soul is made up of the mind, the will, and the emotions, then what is a prosperous soul? Mm -hmm. And he said this, it is a mind that is being renewed by the Word of God. So good. It is a will that is being conformed to my will. Yeah. And it is emotions that are under the control of my word. Right. So a prosperous soul is a mind that's being renewed, a will that's being conformed to the will so of good. God, and emotions that are under the control of the word of God. Yeah. Now, if you, if you uh, begin a pursuit of prospering your soul, yeah. then prosperity financially and prosperity are increasing in the blessings of God will follow yeah. because it's in direct proportion to the prosperity of your soul. Yeah. So the first thing I began to do back there in 1969, I said, okay, Lord, I see in Romans chapter 12 that I am to renew my mind. You see, when I got born again, my mind didn't get born again. It was my spirit. Right. I became a new creation, but my mind has to be renewed. And that is a process. It is a daily process, but you got to start one day. Yeah. And so you renew your mind. That, that's almost like uh, taking a computer and reprogramming it. Yeah. Because the way we were brought up, the way we were taught, by and large, does not line up with the Word of God. Yeah. You know, so we have to take the Word of God and renew our minds or reprogram our thinking. Yeah. And so I began that pursuit. I mean, day one, after I came to the Lord, I began to study the Word. And you have to understand, Justin... I didn't know anything about the Word. I mean, (laughs) I was, like Brother Copeland used to say, I was scripturally illiterate. I knew nothing about the Word, but I had a desire. I had a hunger. I I wanted to know God. I wanted to know His Word, and I could see certain promises, and I wanted those promises to work in my life. So I began this pursuit of the renewing of the mind. And, uh, you know, it was was not an easy process, but you had to start it. And once I began it, it became an exciting journey. Right. And I've been, I've been renewing my mind now for 48 years. Yeah. And I'm still renewing my mind. Now, of course, I don't think like I did 48 years ago. Yeah. I've, I've uh, in, increased tremendously. But the pursuing of the renewing of the mind is a lifelong pursuit. Yeah. You're going to continue doing this until the day you go to heaven. Yeah. So once again, you will prosper or you will flourish. Yeah. In direct proportion to the prosperity of your soul, the renewing of your mind, the conforming of your will, and the bringing of your emotions, or another word for emotions is feelings under the control of the Word of God. You can't let your feelings control you. You have to control them by the Word of God.
1: Amen. And, you know, for me in my life, I needed to know what God's thoughts were about me so I could have a whole soul. Right. I could have a whole body, a whole body, be, a whole spirit, soul, and body and finances. You know, and there's a scripture, it looks great on coffee mugs, and it's the scripture for I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says mm-hmm. the Lord. Thoughts of plans of peace and not evil to give you hope in your final outcome. You know, I got a hold of that scripture, but the Lord said, Justin, I want you to realize there's something more there. He said, it's more than just a slogan. It's more than something you put on a a binder or a coffee mug. Mm -hmm. Read why that was written. And he told me this. He said, go back. What was going on in their time? And he was talking to them about having Jeremiah saying, I want you to write a letter to these people because they think they're going to be in bondage forever because they didn't have what God's will was all about. Mm-hmm. But he said, now, he, said, he said, now let's write this to them and I want you to tell them this. He tells them, I want you to build houses and I want you to dwell in them. I want you to plant gardens and eat the fruit of them. I want you to take wives and have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters and multiply there. And he says, and do not be diminished. Yeah. So the thing is, is God's plan for us is for us not to be diminished in any area of our life, but it comes back to knowing His Word. So our will, our soul, and our emotions can become perfected and made whole as God desires
0: them to be. Amen. Praise God. You know, our time has slipped away, but we're going to continue this for the next few weeks. So I want to encourage all of you to make your plans to join with us. We're going to be talking about how that you can flourish spiritually, physically, mentally, and financially. And you don't want to miss this. I want you to watch as our announcer has announcer rather, has a special product that we'd like to offer you this week. So watch now and just now be back in just a few moments.
2: The faithful shall flourish and it will be like days of heaven on earth. The Lord gave a prophetic word saying that days like heaven on earth were available to the faithful. But what does it mean to be faithful? In the powerful six CD series, Keys to a Flourishing Lifestyle, Jerry Savell teaches on faithfulness for flourishing in every area of your life. As you listen to this faith-filled study, you will learn the differences between being righteous and being faithful, how to flourish spirit, soul, and body being persistent in your faith for flourishing, expecting and calling in your harvest, and flourishing to be a blessing. God's plan for you is exceedingly far better than anything the world could ever offer. Are you ready to learn how to flourish and see those days of heaven on earth? Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request the six CD series, Keys to a Flourishing Lifestyle. Don't wait any longer. You can learn the keys to live in the blessing God has for you today. Years ago, the Lord instructed Jerry Savell to make an impact on the kingdom of God in Africa. As a friend and partner of Jerry Savelle Ministries, you've provided vital Bible school training to over 5,000 pastors and ministry leaders over the last 10 years. The hope and truth found in God's word is needed now more than ever. Thank you for your faithful support of our worldwide outreaches. You're making a difference.
3: I am Jeremiah Emmanuel. This is my partner story. In the back of my Bible, there are sermons back there. And one of those sermons was from uh, Dr. Jerry Savelle, and it was titled The Authority of the Believer. After studying through that sermon and realizing the power I had in God, I felt led to search the internet for anything I could find from Dr. Savelle. From there, I found Heritage of Faith Christian Center. And while I was watching one of their online services, the Lord had Told me in my heart, go to Crowley and you would be blessed. So we came down here in June just for a church visit. Uh, My wife and I didn't quite understand why we were coming down, but we were just wanting to follow what God told us to do. During an amazing church service there, we felt the leading of the Lord to make this our church home. So we didn't know what we were going to do. We were totally intimidated by the fact of moving all the way from Tulsa to Texas in three weeks but we knew that if God was asking us to do this, he would supply us with everything we needed to be successful. One morning while I was serving at the church, an opportunity opened up. When someone came by the church and let me know that there was an opening here at Jerry Savelle Ministries International in their shipping department, Now I'm completely used to working in call centers and customer service jobs and things like that. So working in a shipping department was totally different for me, but I I felt God telling me to take this opportunity to seize the provision he put forth. So I went ahead and came to the ministry to ask about this open job. I did receive the job and I started in October of 2015. It's a totally different job than anything I was ever used to, but I knew that I was here, God was working on restoring my life in bigger and better ways than I could have ever tried to. Only a few months after I started working in the shipping department, an opportunity opened up to manage the prayer and partner arm of this ministry, where we deal one-on-one with partners, doing the things that I used to do. In those call center jobs I did before, it was absolutely perfect the way God used that old knowledge to supply a gift to be used at this ministry. As I've gone on serving this ministry, in each of the areas that I worked in, I keep going by keeping myself grounded in the Word and in all the teachings from Dr. Sabel, everything that he puts out, all the information he gives us, it just provides so much knowledge for us to be able to live the life of faith God has called all of us to live. I am eternally thankful to Jerry Sabel Ministries and the partners of the ministry, that help to make all these materials available to people hungry for the Word, so that way they can have that one piece of information to get their life back on track in the right way. I am Jeremiah Manuel. This is my partner story.
0: Thank you, partners, for sharing your testimony with us. We love praying for our partners and we love hearing your testimonies. Please continue to share them with us. And listen, we also encourage you to send us your prayer requests. We had our prayer department, or, our, or actually our partner services, to uh, type a list of all the prayer requests we've received recently. Instead of bringing all those letters in, just had them type it up so that I can read them to you. And I'm going to have Justin to join with me. And let's con- we're just going to believe God for some miracles here on this broadcast today. Angela says she needs prayer for family, home, finances, her ministry, and her health. In other words, she needs a complete overhaul, I think. Linda says, I need deliverance for my daughters from pain medication. Ramona said, she needs a healing in relationships, protection, her family, her home, her vehicle, her job, her health, her prosperity, her business. She needs favor, and she also wants to lose weight, praise God. And then Michael said, he needs healing and guidance from the Holy Spirit. And Jane, restoration from house property, uh, debt freedom, family and business success. And then Terry for healing uh, of a baby born with holes in its lungs. And then Ruth, healing and restoration for her family. So Justin, let's lay hands on these. And I'm going to ask you to just present them to the Lord. And let's believe God for miracles.
1: Amen. Well, Father God, we thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness. And Dr. Savell and I right now, we release our faith over these prayer requests. We thank you for your word that has come to heal us and deliver us from all destruction. We thank you for your grace and peace that's surrounding them. We thank you that the anointing of God is working and destroying and removing every yoke and removing every burden. We thank you for the Holy Spirit surrounding about every single person represented here, giving them wisdom, comfort and grace and hope. Father, we thank you for your will and you manifesting your goodness, your faithfulness, your glory and your power in their lives. We thank you that the God of the breakthrough is manifesting them and we thank you that they are flourishing They're thriving. They're expanding in every area of their lives. And we thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Praise God. If you recognize your prayer request, your name, and as soon as that prayer is answered, now I'm expecting it to be answered, you write and tell us about it, okay? Because we love hearing your testimony, and we love sharing your testimony with others because it's encouraging. Don't forget our special offer, Keys to a Flourishing Lifestyle this is brand new. I just preached this not too long ago in a meeting, a series of meetings in Canada, and uh, I'm telling you, it was so powerful. The anointing of God was so strong in each and every service. Six CDs on keys to a flourishing lifestyle. Order it today. All the ordering information is on your screen right now. You place your order. We'll send it to you just as quickly as possible, and I know once you get it in your home, you won't be able to put it down. Keys To a flourishing lifestyle. We're going to continue this study. And uh, Justin, thank you for being with me today. I look forward to being with you again next week. And once again, we're going to continue this study next week. So make your plans to join with us. Don't forget uh, this is your year. God is saying to you that he wants you to flourish in every area of your life. Spirit, soul, body, mentally, financially, in every area. This is your time. This is your season. Dare to believe God for it. And don't you ever forget, your faith will overcome the world. Next week. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7 and chapter 8, that we have a better covenant. That's it. Founded upon better promises. And if God blessed Abraham and prospered him and caused him to flourish, then how much more does he want that happening in our life?